Welcome to the Evolution Show. I'm Johan Landgren. Today I'm joined again by Linnea Kornighed, one of Europe's most promising entrepreneurs, as well as the co-founder and chief marketing officer of one of Europe's hottest startups, Einride. We talk more about the company's autonomous electric truck, the Einride Pod, that is about to be launched on the US market, and the future of heavy transports. So stick around for a super exciting episode. And if you like the content and you want to support the show, we really appreciate a thumbs up and consider subscribing. As always, stay ahead of the curve and stay electric. This is the Evolution Show. Welcome back to the Evolution Show, Linnea Kornighed. Thank you. You are founder and the chief marketing officer of Einride, and you are an inspiring young entrepreneur that has developed a self-driving electric truck without even a cabin. And in the previous episode, we talked about what led you to start this really interesting company and your experience building this successful tech startup. And I highly recommend people to check that out to learn more about Linnea Kornighed. But today we are focusing more on Einride, and in particular your launch in the US and what may lay ahead for this really exciting company. And for transparency, I am an investor in Einride, which is a non-listed company here in Sweden. Okay, so Einride, you have developed the world's first self-driving electric truck that doesn't even have a cabin. And it's already in operations since 2019. Can you tell us a little bit where do Einride operate these pods right now and perhaps some of the lessons you've learned so far? Yeah, sure. So we've been operating together with SQF now. Um, that was the latest one uh, that we did together with them. And we, uh, well, there is a lot of lessons learned when you do something as new as with this technology. And so everything from how do you work with loading and unloading? How do you work with the gates? Are they going to be, uh, you know, automated or not? And so there are so many design challenges and of course, engineering challenges that comes with this type of new uh, technology. Um, but it's a lot of fun as well. And uh, I would just like to also say that, you know, there, there is a lot of great applications for this, uh, for this type of vehicle. So also if you know anyone where we can where we can get this going i think that we will be we very very happy about that as well but of course we are up and running but we're also looking to roll out a lot of these type of vehicles in the next couple of years Einride has developed this uh, first uh, the world's first self-driving electric truck that doesn't even have a cabin and you have been in operations since 2019 so almost two years now Right now, you're focusing on a collaboration with SK SKF, uh, one of the biggest bearing companies in the world, uh, with a new project. Could you share a little bit uh, about that? Yeah, sure. So we've been driving together with SKF outside of Gothenburg and just trying it out in that in that it's a natural environment. And uh, it's been a great project and we're learning so much uh, working together with them. And we we're looking forward to continue to, to drive those pilot and to, to understand even more how we will work with this technology moving forward. 
And for those who don't know, I think th this is uh, extra exciting and interesting, a uh, little bit like a game changer in itself, because uh, SKF, uh, as I understand it, you are also looking into this loading and unloading solutions for uh, self-driving trucks, which is uh, really key here, because of course people are talking, I have read comments about this, uh, people are a little bit, little bit skeptic about self-driving trucks because they're saying, okay, but how do you unload and load the trucks? You still need a, you know, a driver, a, a person doing that. So if you can find a solution for that, uh, that is working together with Ainride trucks, this is a great thing both for the customer uh, as well as for you. So uh, that's a fantastic thing you're working on. I don't know if you can share a little bit on, on your progress or at least how you think about this. You're absolutely right. I mean, if we want to, to really go for an autonomous uh, solution moving forward, we need also to make sure that everything around it and the infrastructure is in place to be able to really do it autonomous. Uh, but with that said, I would also like to, to just mention, you know, that we, we also like to keep um, the, a human within, within this uh, as well. Of course, we, we believe that the best, uh, the best way of this will be a person that can monitor, uh, but to make sure that everything goes as planned. Uh, but if you want to to really make an autonomous future and you want to really reap the benefit out of, out of it, you need to have um, autonomous docking and undocking, and that's something that we have been working on together with uh, with Escraft to to look into how how we can make that happen. And so it, it's so exciting. There's so many great things going into this uh, right now, and the same goes when it comes to uh, automated gates. You know, you don't want a person going up and you know unlocking. Like, how can you do all of that? So there's a lot of new challenges that you see when you start working and when you take also the the human out of the loop so to say so uh yeah it's exciting yeah i understand and, and, and skf must be a great you know collaborate collaborator to have because they have so much knowledge about you know where to go and and uh, you know transporting stuff and and technology wise as well so i think uh, yeah, but uh, if you look at the Ainride, trying to understand your business model for people who don't know, I mean, it's it's not not uh, just this Ainride pod. You're really um, trying to build this new ecosystem uh, for sustainable logistics solutions. So, can you briefly tell us about Ainride's business model for people who might not know about you? Absolutely, I think you know it. It's, it goes again to that we are rethinking shipping. So our business model is based on on two components. One is the uh, the software aspect of it, where we we provide with the digital tools that you need to be able to operate an autonomous vehicle, and not only autonomous, also electric. So we also provide electric trucks, and even to to operate them in an efficient way, you need you need digital tools. So that's one part of our business model. And the other part is that you pay per capacity being moved. So a bit more traditional in that sense that you will pay you you pay uh, through yeah how much volume that you're shipping basically. So those two yeah. components combined. Uh, at Ainride, you're also operating a fleet of fully electric. 18-wheelers, uh, more traditional trucks, so to speak, uh, but they're fully electric and you've converted them. And one of the companies that uh, already are operating or driving using your uh, trucks is Oatly, Swedish company Oatly. And they are built. these trucks are built together with uh, Duff and Emos, two Dutch companies. Uh, can you tell us about Ainrise 18-wheelers as well? Because they're also, also already operating. Absolutely. 
um, when we decided to move in more towards um, more conventional electric trucks was because we, we really wanted to, to accelerate the transition to sustainable transport. And we did think that this would go faster from, from the more traditional industry, but uh, when we noticed that it wasn't really, or, or no one was really providing it, we also decided that that would be a great way to, to go uh, towards an autonomous future as well. Uh, because the great thing with autonomous and electrification is that they go so well together. So by using conventional electric trucks together with our, our digital or our, our platform, we can also make uh, electric transport or electric shipping cost efficient today. So it is actually possible to go electric today with on pair with diesel or even better in some cases. But the key here to be to being able to do that is that you need to have a really great routing system or a great way of how to, to run and operate these electric trucks. And that is what our platform is doing. And so that's also something that we're working together with with our customers to to make sure that uh, they have a competitive uh, competitiveness when it comes to to driving electric freight. And so that's something that we're very proud of. And the great thing with all of this is that it's also a perfect first step to go towards autonomous as well, because it really goes hand in hand. And of course, we're not only doing autonomous; we're doing autonomous and electric. So you're going to have to take that step as well of going electric. And we just think that this is a great way of, of going in, in the right direction. Yeah. And uh, so you're, you're in, in Oatly, I think they have already four trucks, something like that. And uh, there are a, a number of smaller uh, transport companies, I think, that have, have a couple of right, uh, right, right, now, right now as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not yeah. sure yeah. how much I can say right now. No. But, no. Yeah, no. we are, we are no, operating. Uh, we were actually the first to to operate uh, on an electric fleet, and we I do believe that we still have the biggest fleet of electric trucks in Europe. Mm. It it's not that's, as big, so that's that's not no. to say that, but it no. it really shows case you know the potential and and how much we really need this change. Yeah. And you have done this in a short time. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, to build up capacity and so on and knowledge takes time. So it, you're early. That's, that's really good. It's always good to be early. Um, but okay. So, but Ainride is planning to launch uh, in uh, the, the pods, uh, the self-driving pods on the US market soon. Uh, and in a collaboration with Bridgestone, the world's biggest tire manufacturer. And uh, we have covered this a little bit in the previous episode, but... Could you say a little bit, when can we expect to see Ainride's trucks on the U.S. roads? Or can you tell us a little bit about uh, the potential customers? Yes. So this is going to be a teaser because you will know more the 28th of October when we do when we will do the U.S. launch. Um, but it will it's going to be sooner than I think many are expecting. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, I look forward to that. Definitely. Um, okay, but Ainride is planning to open uh, the U.S. headquarters uh, in the in Texas, in Austin, uh, for the launch in the U.S. So, why did you choose Austin? I think that Austin it's a great location when it comes to where a lot of freight and a lot of shipping in the U.S. So there's a lot of uh, volumes being shipped nearby uh, Texas and, and and the states around. Uh, but we will, of course, also look into um, into offices 
uh, on other places in the US. I don't want to say too much now, but and so many issue. great questions. It's hard not to answer them. I'm trying to. Yeah. Now I understand. Yeah, no. Since we're talking about Austin and um, you're, you know, establishing a headquarter there, uh, I couldn't resist to think about that. Uh, you know, Tesla is building their biggest factory in Austin as well. Um, so, I mean, have you considered? You, I understand you can't speak of if you had in, have you know any discussions with Tesla, but uh, you know it's interesting that you are establishing this. Uh, headquarters in Austin, uh, could you see in a future co collaboration with, uh, with Tesla or could you see uh, something you can learn from them? I mean, absolutely. I think Tesla is one of the, uh, the greatest companies uh, of our time, of our modern time. So I think that they have really showcased how you can make uh, electric cars both attractive, but how you can also make it really scale in a, in a big way. So of course they are their big inspiration in, in that sense. Uh, but when it comes to the to the trucks, uh, they haven't really, you know, they haven't really started rolling out in the same, in in the bigger production. So I think that we will wait to have to wait and see when when and and if they will will do that. And of course, for us, we just want to make sure that we do this acceleration towards sustainable transport. That's our main mission and vision, right? Uh, so we'll see. But. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, we're going to have great neighbors. Yeah, and you certainly will be noticed by by Elon and, and his team. And uh, I, I think they already have noticed you, obviously. But being in Austin, it, it will be even more obvious. Uh, and also, I think for people in the US, uh, you know, regular people uh, will, see you, will see you on the road. Um, so that's going to be great to see. And they, uh, going back a little bit to another question I would like to, to talk about is when people think about, you know, trucks, heavy trucks, uh, they may wonder about how do you charge them. Uh, this is something that you know Tesla has been working a lot with, and uh, they're built out a network for charging, and they have talked about building one uh, for for trucks, for heavy trucks as well. And recently, Siemens announced a new uh, supercharging technology in collaboration with Ainride uh, that is in, that is fully autonomous. And um, you know this technology looks really promising and. Uh, yeah, could you tell us a little bit about uh, Ainride's pods and how you intend to to build, you know, a charging solution for them? Yeah, it looks really cool, right? When when you see that happening, uh, I think that when it comes to charging, I think that we are we are a bit facing the same, uh, I think, problems as, as Tesla was also um, have also been doing, and that is, uh, you know, we need to speed things up. We need to get it going now. And I know that they, at least in Sweden, in, in the Nordics, we're talking a lot about, you know, really invest in this new type of infrastructure, but it's uh, in, in our sense, it's going a bit too slow. So we will have to look into, and that is one of the biggest challenges to make this transformation happen is, of course, how we would do with the charging. Uh, but having this collaboration with Siemens is, of course, a very important step in that direction. And we're hoping to be able to work with them even more and, and closely moving forward. Yeah. And uh, now that you're about to expand in the US, of course, uh, you will need to employ a lot, about, lot more people and eventually either build your own factory uh, for, manufacture, for manufacturing Ainride's trucks or have suppliers do it for you. So can you tell us anything about how you plan to expand in terms of production, you know, for factories or suppliers, uh, particularly, I think, in the US market? 
we have a lot of uh, interesting dialogues with, with different manufacturers and, and players. I think that the important thing for us here is that we share our core values and that we can also, of course, work for for sustainable batteries and make sure that we that we we always uh, aim to work for for renewables, for example. And and I think that's going to be it's going to be very interesting, but I think that the world is really going in the right direction now. I think that a lot of the big companies have sustainability on the agenda. And um, I'm really looking forward to when we hopefully can announce a new partnership soon. Yeah. So uh, obviously it's something you're working on. And so, you, it's, I mean, it's hard to ignore it, obviously. So, but we're going to hear more about it uh, soon. So um, I look forward to that. Um, okay, but they launched in the US. Uh, you're expanding operations uh, in Europe as well. Uh, and the, you have attracted a lot of attention. But in terms of capital, if you look at your future to, to invest, you know, in new, uh, you know, operations in research and so on. Uh, a couple of months ago, Ainride raised uh, 110 million US dollars, um, US dollars in its first Series B round. Uh, where major investors like uh, Temasek, uh, Soros Fund Management, LLC, and North Zone, Myers Growth, and Build Capital, and a number of others uh, invested in the company. Uh, do you expect to raise more capital to be able to accelerate your rollout in the US and expand your operations uh, for Ainride's self-driving ports? Um, I think I dare to say yes to that question. Uh, no, we, we are very proud of our, our investors that we have with us, uh, but doing this massive overchange that we need that we need to make sure that it happens, of course, it requires a lot of, of capital. So that's something that we we will work with. But uh, the great thing is that we are already having re uh, revenue. And so we'll see how, uh, how and, and when that will take place. Mm -hmm. Uh, and finally, I would like to hear a little bit about how you look at the future in terms of trucking and heavy, uh, the heavy freight industry. I mean, if you look five to ten years into the future for Aindride and a little bit, uh, you know, for the trucking industry as a whole, um, where do you see it going? I think that, you know, we can take two directions from here. I think either we are able to push forward for a sustainable and, and with sustainable, I mean, I think that the only business sense you can do is that you need to go electric. I think that there's a lot of different alternatives, uh, but if you really, if we're going to do this in the speed uh, that we need, we need to, we need to invest in technology that we know is working that that we know is um, working here and now. And so I, I believe that one of the paths that we can take is that we can work towards, and that's of course what we are aiming for at end, right? That we can work towards a sustainable and autonomous future that will be more cost efficient and that will also provide with a with a good systematic approach when it comes to, to transport and transport systems. Uh, I think the other path that we could go in the future, which I'm I'm very scared of. To be honest, is that we we do see a lot of companies investing in autonomous based on a diesel platform, and the sad thing about that route, if we're if we're choosing to take that path as a society, is that you know the the emissions will increase instead of decrease, and and that is that is the sad truth. And and I know that there is a lot of investments going into this right now. And I mean, I would be very sad to see that happen. I think that we, we know what is going on in the world and we know what we need to do. It's just a matter of where do we invest and how. 
And so I would really, you know, what I would love to see is that, you know, from both when it comes to the EU, but also in the US, that we actually, you know, put the money into securing a sustainable future. And that is really what uh, what I would what I would love to see happening. It's not the case. It, it, and I think this is important to understand that, you know, it's, I think that a lot of people have sustainability on, on their mind and, and that they're thinking about it, um, but it's not necessarily going to be like that. And so I think that we still have a lot of work to do to, in, to enable that future and that future we would like to see. Yeah. And that breaks down to, you know, every individual. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I, I, I really love what, to see what you're doing at Ainride. You're pushing forward, and uh, uh, we need inspiring companies and people like you. Um, and and I hope people uh, that watch this listen and spread the word because uh, it's the only way we can you know accelerate this transition that we want to see. And, and obviously there are a lot of challenges. Um, You've, you've mentioned some of them, uh, you know, companies investing uh, in still in fossil energy um, when we need the alternative. Uh, so, yeah, but uh, thank you so much, Linnea. Uh, it's always interesting to hear what you have in, in your mind and uh, what you're doing at Ainride. Uh, super cool company. I encourage people to, to follow and uh, learn more about it. And of course, check out our previous episode to learn more about Linnea and your background as an inspiring entrepreneur. So thank you, Linnea. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to talk to you and, and to be here today.